And she's in the studio, Lindy Milan. Lindy, good afternoon. Hi, Christy. So glad to be here, of course. Can't wait to hear what you have to, to ask and to, to chat about with Karen Lowe. Karen, uh, uh, good afternoon and welcome. Hi, Christy. Thank you so much for having me. Hi, Lindy. Hi, Karen. So I was looking forward to today. So listeners, today sitting across me is definitely a woman in her own making. Um, Karen Lowe, currently uh, the CEO of four-day work week, South Africa, the South African campaign. And of course, I want that to be our focus. But Karen, um, for people that don't you know you, um, illustrious career as a business consultant, PR specialist, perception coach, which, um, you know, on another day, I definitely want to know what that's about. And then also keynote speaker. And, and we, our cross, our paths has crossed. And immediately I thought, gosh, I'd like to know more. So Karen, welcome. So four day work week, CEO of the South African campaign. And of course, I always want to ask, where did it start? So illustrious career, last three years, in and out of business, consulting, marketing, communications. Uh, you've got a rap sheet of clients that you've worked with in the past, some really big names. And here you are campaigning for the four-day work week in South Africa. Just tell me where it all started. Oh, Lindy, thanks so much for having me. It's lovely to be here. Thank you for the opportunity. I think it was a moment of craziness, to be honest. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it, it, it was one, of, I think, I think I've been called crazy, mad, brave, courageous. So it's a bit of a mix of both. And I think being in marketing and business strategy, you are constantly on the lookout for trends. And one of the things that I was seeing a lot in my own work env- environment with, with my business, as well as my clients' businesses, was this increasing sort of conversation around burnout and well-being and the lack thereof. And and marketing and advertising comms is a, it's a notoriously stressful, high burnout environment. Mm, mm. Big stuff. Always change. deadlines. Yes. Stuff that needs to happen. Absolutely. Should have happened yesterday already. Absolutely. Yeah. And part of my job is always dealing with strategy and futures thinking. And we've got a, a group of girls. We call ourselves the garage girls. I'm like the semi-geek. They're all the super geeks. Very clever, very, very clever bunch of girls. And this four-day week kept coming up in our sessions, our breakfast sessions once a month. And I was the cynic. I was like, this is never going to fly in South Africa. It's not going to work. Mm. And it kept coming up. So I took it upon myself to rather be that person that kept saying it's not going to work to get hold of the founder, Andrew Barnes, who Mm. lives in New Zealand Mm. and did the first trial in 2017. And I had a wonderful chat with him. He was sitting in a pub in Ireland and I was in my house in in Somerset, West South Africa. And I said, come on, Andrew, let's let's talk about the four-day week. I'm telling you it's not going to work in South Africa. An hour later, I was convinced it would. And I proceeded to say, okay, let's do it in South Africa and he was like whoa 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 hang on hang on no 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 you're on our 2024 roadmap maybe oh my gosh and I was at like, the tip no. of Africa as always right I was like no we're now on your 2023 roadmap we're going to do this Lovely. we're going to try it and it's a completely non-profit organization Lindy it's all volunteers everybody that has been a part of my story to date I can't take the credit for the success of the campaign in South Africa I have had so many supporters whether it's suppliers clients uh, people that have put their hands up to volunteer mm. their time, their skills, their mm. expertise. So this is a massive team effort that has happened. I just happen to be the the mad one that stuck up her hand to do it <laughs> in the first place. Well, you know what? Um, all good ideas uh, get birthed. And then, of course, we need a couple of ambassadors, um, you know, the flag bearers. So, 
Karen, so how long have you now been involved with this? So I approached them first in September last September year. September last year, so relatively new. Yes. Like It's almost like yesterday, right? Absolutely. And immediately you said, no, 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 2024. And you said, no, we're going to push it forward, 2023. So... It's interesting. Um, where where are we currently? I know there's a campaign running. So of course, before we get there, what were some of the first things that you needed to do? Um, you know, a CEO of this four day work week campaign. Uh, what? Where do you even start? I think I was very lucky to be able to draw on my experience being in in marketing and communication. Mm. So I almost treated four day week. South Africa as a, as I would a client. Okay. So I set up a project plan and I mm. you know I teed up what I needed. Then I asked for help. I I went asking for free help, which was the worst thing I've ever had to do in my life. But I approached uh, Big Beard Web Solutions to do my design, Stacey Randall from Advertising to do mm. uh, work for me. So there are a lot of contributing members that have literally gotten me here. Wow. So I just asked for help and people stepped up. Oh, and, amazing. And, Human and nature. Hey? Absolutely. Yeah. And then my communications director and one of my partners in Go Forward, Nicola Payne, picked up all of the media side of things. So she ran with that and did a fantastic job with that. And Global just gave us the support we needed and let us do it. They trusted us and we trusted them. And it was a very steep learning curve. I had to learn a lot. I don't have an HR background. So, you know, I had to learn a lot. Yeah, I had to learn a lot. So after we get back from the break, of course, I um, would like to delve into more detail around the current campaign that's running. So yeah, love to, to chat to you after the break. Busy with a business lunch with Lindy Malan, and she's uh, chatting to Karen Lowe. Lindy, over to you. Karen, of course, let's just start at the beginning, shall we? What is the four-day week and what is it not? So maybe just an explanation about the concept. And then I read some uh, stuff around the 180-100. So, yeah, just uh, for a basic explanation, please. Thanks, Lindy. I think there are a lot of misconceptions about what it is and what, mm. it, what it isn't. So I'm sorry to tell your listeners it's not a Friday off. Oh, no, no. So this is not about taking a long weekend. It could be. There are many, many ways to reduce an average work week. So this basically is a research experiment and the objective is in a six-month period to get an, an organization's average work week reduced by 20%. So the 180-100 principle, which is part of the sort of global trademark, is 100% pay and leave, hmm. 80% of your time, in return for 100% of your productivity. So what it's doing is it's testing your ability to continue to perform and produce at an optimal level, but in a reduced work week. So you're basically gifting your employees and staff a 20% reduction in the average work week. They have to maintain their productivity levels. And of course, there is, there is a really important ecosystem that develops around that because mm -hmm. their pay is not affected. So it is a challenge really for an organization to say, can I test the research hypothesis that I can reduce this work week? Mm. And it's been proven all around the world. The trials have been run all over the world successfully. And we have over 92% of organizations that have participated, United Kingdom, Ireland, North America, New Zealand, Australia, et cetera, continuing past their trial and making a four-day week a permanent thing within their organization. Oh, my gosh. Karen, I've just got so many questions. Um, so I think the one thing that, that jumps to mind is, um, yeah, it needs to happen in a mature environment where there's trust, right? And transparency. And, yeah, so maybe um, what is it not? So it's definitely not an extra day off, surely. 
but you know, what are some of the skeptics and the concerns? I mean, what are some of the things that you're hearing? No, it won't work because of. Um, yeah, I, uh, Lindy, I call them the yes buts. It won't work for my industry. Yes, but it's a great idea, and but, you know, yes, no. there are a lot of buts. And I think it it it's a it's a very big undertaking for a large organisation to do. You can imagine the change management required, mm. and a lot of planning and preparation goes into mm. it. So you can't just switch to a four day week. It is mm. a very intensive onboarding, even mm. for our pilot participants. That are doing the six-month research trial mm. there is at least a four week four to six week onboarding mm. period for large organizations it needs to be longer mm. there are also organizations and industry sectors for example mining manufacturing 24 7 retail banking mm. uh, you know retail environments where it is much harder so mm. it's very easy to turn on in a head office which is predominantly knowledge workers sure. and nine to five the minute you've got shift work and very complex ecosystems within an organization it becomes a lot harder to to mm. implement but it's not impossible. And in fact, you've got Panasonic that has switched to a four-day week globally. Oh, the manufacturing Unilever, plant. correct. Oh, wow. Unilever um, in New Zealand and Australia. Uh, yeah. They're very quiet about it, but they're busy rolling it out. Volkswagen is trialing it, not here in South Africa, but abroad. So there are definitely sectors where it is thought not to be possible. Construction in New Zealand, emergency medical facilities 24-7. So, you know, Lindy, it's not about a, a long weekend. Less mm. than half of the organizations choose what they call a fifth day stoppage, a Friday or a Monday off. It's a lovely idea. And if your business can do that, great, because it, you will see the rewards of mm. that rest ethic coming in. But there, there are many ways to skin it. You can mm. reduce shift time. Mm. You can you can take a staggered approach. So perhaps some staff take the Monday and the other team takes mm. the, the, the Friday. Mm. Um, you can take Wednesdays. You can do it fortnightly. And for working moms, they often choose to reduce a part of their working day every day. Mm. So go in later, go home earlier yeah, later, I or two half days. Listening to you, um, it's definitely the idea that I become the master of my own time. Um, you know, you pay me. Um, I'm the skill. I'm the resource. So if you want to get the best of me, um, come to the party. Make it easier for me to be fully committed, present, giving my best. And, and it makes sense. I'm just thinking uh, again, coming back to the preparation, um, and and but also what you said, where there's a will, it can be done. So, of course, I think it's an obvious answer. But how important is the ethos and you know management thinking and philosophy around work? Um, because this is a new way of thinking around. You know, who do I want to attract to my company? How do I want to keep them? And and you know, and they're in the investment in welfare, surely, because that seems to be the main reason why we would want to do this, right? You're completely right. There's a lot of tension in the in the environment due to our prolonged lockdown, Lindy. So this mm. hybrid remote flux mm. tension, a lot of organizations are mandating return to work and they're getting a lot of pushback. Mm. So flexible work has become a new currency. And if you're looking to and you hit the button you hit the nail on the head, if you're looking to retain young talent, this is the way to do it because flexibility is is a key part of what they perceive to be work life balance. Absolutely, uh, and they my value daughter it. just recently changed jobs, and one of the um, the things that was on the table is, uh, will you allow me to continue with my hybrid solution of work because it fits me? Uh, I love the freedom. Um, I feel that I can give myself one hundred percent. So attraction of and retention of scarce skill. Um, it, it's a thing and you've Absolutely. got to give them something um, and I think it can give a company a competitive advantage wouldn't Very it? Very much so but it cannot fix a toxic work culture 
And I think you'll find the businesses that are open to this are already agile. They're innovative. Mm. They're adaptive. They're forward thinking. They're strategically sound. They value, they're people driven. They're people focused. Their people matter. They're not expected to be bums on seats. Therefore, they're working. I can see them spying on them at home when mm. they're remote. There's, There's a, a trust, trust again, right? It's trust. And it's r- all the way up to leadership. And because the four-day week is a bottom-up approach, you, you actually have to consult from the bottom up. You cannot mandate from C-suite down. And it's a very, very uncomfortable experience for leaders that aren't agile and flexible thinkers and open-minded. Well, interesting. I'm actually getting goosebumps as I'm sitting here. Um, when we come back, Karen, of course, I'd like to know a little bit more about the current campaign. You mentioned there's 28 South African companies part of the campaign yes. started in March. So I would love to get um, some feedback in terms of how's it going, what have you seen. Um, yeah, so we'll be back straight after. Thanks, Christy. Busy with the business lunch with Lindy Malan, and she's got Karen Lowe in the studio. Very interesting chat about a four-day work week. Karen, while we, um, Kirsty, um, entertained us with Book from Black, we were chatting about some of the um, feedback that you guys have been getting from the current trial. So, 28 companies, maybe just some uh, feedback that, you know, how's it going out there? Uh, what's been some of the... The feedback and comments. We've got a wonderful bunch, 28 companies from around South Africa. Some are micro enterprises and some are large organizations. And they are all helping each other. They're collaborating. They're problem solving together. Almost forming a little network. Absolutely. We've got a a WhatsApp group that drives us all crazy, I think. (laughs) But but they all talk to each other and and ask questions and Because it's a shared shared learning. It's, It's paying forward. What's worked for you? What worked for us? you know that type of thing right? no very much we we and we have a number of different industries we've got tax we've got accountants we've got communicators but uh, we we've got big 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 web solutions uh, oh, they're, wow. they're a small company that they have made leaps and bounds in terms of how they're managing their time and what impact positive impact it's having on their company okay. uh, three versus an ad agency in cape town they they can't believe the change in just six weeks from the start date of the first of march to now the agency is more productive it's 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 nicer at work. I think they've chosen the Wednesday off and, you know, half the agency's there and the other half is not. And everyone is calmer. The creative energy is back. The deadlines are being met. Mm. So there's been a lot. Of, I mean, I'm getting that a lot. There are obviously a few gremlins. People are still trying to figure out the, the schedules and what works for them. <laughs> and I think it's important that the productivity is kept the same, Lindy, because mm. if we, you know, we have to move forward. We have to service our clients. We have mm. to do the work of the yeah, organization. It can never be to the detriment of the bottom line, right? Correct. Yeah. And, and also, you know, what we were speaking about in the break really was about this rest ethic and giving your employees and you as a business owner permission to take intentional mm. rest. Mm. And that is that is what's happening is mm. they are enjoying their day out, days off and coming back into the office rested, relaxed, focused and ready for better work. Okay. So Corrin, it creates the ecosystem. It's just amazing and, and, it, and, it, and it calls for maturity and trust. I want to uh, just ask a question around something we discussed in the break um, and it's the unintended consequence where things um, uh, that can impact the economy like sharing of jobs. Um, that's just one thing I want you to comment on. And then the second thing is an interesting thought. Many people think, hey, if I just had the time, I could start a side hustle or I could get something else going. So here's an opportunity. Yes, you rest from your, your formal job, but you can do with your time whatever, right? So what about a side hustle or something else? So do you can you just comment on the personal economic benefit, but also like – 
you know, the the impact on the broader economy. Are there some benefits to gain from this? I think if we manage to achieve some scale, Lindy, definitely. We're still trialing and there are only 28, no, 28 participants. 28, I mean, so yeah. The June pilot and hopefully more. And as we roll out into Africa, we'll start seeing the numbers increasing and we'll get mm. more data and, and, and more, more understanding. But if you look at Holland and, and some of the European countries, you know, they, they, they really do already implement this in their own way. Holland is really, really good. You know, they're almost two people for every job. So you've got this job sharing. And what the four-day week actually with, does in an organization is it creates that skill sharing. So what happens is mm. tiers of and levels start start mm. happening with skill sharing happening between better overlap correct continuity correct because everyone needs that time off right. and the skills development starts That's starts lovely. coming into it's very fluid eh? very much so and everybody is playing for the same incentive time off and what you mentioned about personal time off and what you do with that time off you actually bring it to the forefront you have a, you talk about it because Lindy, if I said to you what would you do with 20% reduced oh my work goodness. week yeah. you might have a different answer to me for me oh. it would be spending time with my boys maybe going to watch cricket or hockey you're not cricket i don't like cricket hockey <laughs> or rugby or whatever it might be but but for others it might be a side hustle for others it could be a hobby to go back to study or maybe i want to use the time to write the book that i've always wanted correct and you know? that is the beauty of giving giving being gifted and permissive rest and time is the one resource that's so limited correct and oh my gosh um Karen, I uh, what is what's lying in the future for you with this whole? I mean, where's your dreams going with this? I had very, very big, and I still do have very, very big dreams for the four day week. I'd like to see it scale. I think, I think we need a, a a scale in South African terms, but we also need to start consulting our neighbours, and we already are. So we're in talks with Kenya, Botswana, Namibia to be able to run national pilot programs in their countries, and it's important. Africa always gets left out, and what we have in our arsenal that the rest of the world does not have is a young population and that is true of most really? African countries we've got one oh, of the youngest wow. populations so if we are having discussions about the future of work now everybody with a continent yeah, we, of yeah. the future yeah this is where it's going to happen oh, that's and we can't exciting. dictate it from the c-suite we need to ask our youngsters what the future of work is going to look like and co-create it and this is the opportunity we've got to fix unemployment skills development youth upliftment that's the long play diversity inclusion mm. all of those tick boxes and we need some time to do it yeah, and, and I just get excited about the future because we're right in it, you know. And, and of course, there's the late adopters, but there's the early ambassadors, Karen. And, and gosh, please, can we have that coffee? Because my I'd mind's just rolling in terms of business coaching and w working with my clients and, and looking at this as an opportunity to embrace. Karen, um, I think it's important for listeners to know where to get hold of you. So just give us a little idea where do they get hold of you and also just spotlight the campaign you mentioned a another campaign starting yes so we are hoping to do a june pilot to start middle of june so we're busy recruiting for that and we're hoping to get 50 companies on board small and large organizations and it is a six-month trial that starts mid-june ends mid-december they can find me on fourdayweek.co.za there's a section on there around the june pilot fill in a form and it'll come straight to me and I will get back to you and you can also email me directly it's Karen at fourdayweek.co.za Karen spelled Karen so there's a bit, a bit of confusion for your listeners so it's K-A-R-E-N <laughs> at they'll find four you day if they're looking Absolutely. for you and reach out join the coalition yeah. be a part of the movement 
it's it's for everybody. It's not mine. It's for everybody in South Africa, and I want everybody to benefit from it. We Karen, all need. Karen, I love off. your abundant uh, ab- abundance, and I love your forward thinking. And, and I think we need to chat again. It's, I'd love it's to, quite Lily. obvious. Um, so look forward to that, and I wish you all the luck. Um, may God Thank bless you. you and, and you. yeah, and all your dreams. Next next week, back in the seat, Christy. Yep. I'll be talking to Harry Welby Cook. He's the master licensee of Action Coach South Africa, and and we're going to spotlight business coaching. Um, you know, it's it's a relatively new phenomenon out there, but it's taken on, and people are getting business owners getting used to the idea that I am a professional at business, so maybe I need a coach. Yeah. So we're going to spotlight that. Um, so always, um. In interesting chatting to Harry and looking forward to that. Karen, from the deepest bottom of my heart, thank you for the trouble and the time to share your life and passion with us. Christy, as ever, thanks for the opportunity. Always a pleasure and what an interesting uh, chat and uh, well, best of luck for you. We'll ch- I think you should chat in June or July. When is this? Uh, uh, when, when is it kicking off the next one? We hope to start middle of June, June and yes. we'll need to sign up before the end of May in order to make that happen. So when so would be a good time to chat now. to you again? <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course, to chat to Karen, have a coffee. But um, yeah, I think around about June. Definitely end of May, early end of June, okay. and I'll let you know well, what's going there we on. Go. Thank you so much for having me. It was delightful to be with you. Only though. a pleasure. Cheers. Thanks, Cheers. Lindy. See you next week. Absolutely. Okay, then. Uh, this program brought to you, this program, Business Lunch with Lindy, brought to you courtesy of Venture Workspace at the Sanctuary in Somerset West, your local co-working office space offering hot desking, virtual offices, meeting rooms, and fully serviced offices. Venture Workspace helps your business grow with the flexibility and affordability you need. Always on internet access and reception support allows you to communicate your business matters effectively and efficiently. For more information, contact 021-035-1400 or visit www.ventureworkspace.co.za.